Well, welcome to Connect. Uh, I'm glad that you can join us today. This is the weekly podcast for the California MBA featuring one-on-one -on -one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA. I'm very happy that you could join us today. Uh, before we get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our Connect podcast sponsor, Incelerate. Thanks, Susan, and thanks for listening. This is Josh Wren, CEO and founder of Incelerate. We're grateful for our partnership with the CMBA and are committed as a company to help lenders close more loans. We do this with our customer experience platform that has a CRM, lead management, marketing, automation, robust content library, desktop and mobile applications. We do this to help you engage and stay connected to your current borrowers, referral partners, past borrowers, and potential new ones. If you want to find out why we're the fastest growing CRM provider in the mortgage industry, please reach out to us and ask for a demo. Okay, thank you, Josh. And that brings me to today's guest. I'm very happy to welcome Madison Sim, who's president of Mortgage Finance at Texas Capital Bank. Madison, welcome. Thank you, Susan. I'm happy to be here. Great. Uh, so I always like to get started with a little uh, background on people. So you want to give us um, kind of your history in the in the industry and and what you do at Texas Capital Bank. Sure, Susan. So I'm Madison Sim head of mortgage finance at Texas Capital Bank. Um, I've been with Texas Capital Bank for the last three years. Uh, in the last year, head of the mortgage finance uh, endeavor here. Uh, prior to coming to Texas Capital Bank, I used to be the bank's largest mortgage client. I was the chief financial officer and chief information officer for Pacific Union Financial um, and helped sell that platform to Mr. Cooper. I've been in the mortgage industry for more than 20 years, um, starting with Norwest pre the merger with Wells Fargo back in the late 90s, uh, and spent time also with Aurora Loan Services, the Alte and Jumbo subsidiary of Lehman Brothers. Um, so I've, I've been around the block a couple of times uh, with startups, turnarounds, builds, um, et cetera. So uh, happy to. Uh, Join forces with Texas Capital Bank. Uh, we have been on uh, kind of a growth trajectory of sorts recently uh, in expanding our product set to support our clients and obviously also to position Texas Capital Bank to support our clients uh, through this uh, you know, more challenging uh, market cycle, which we'll talk about here. Right. Yeah. 22 is definitely proven to be that. I have that conversation with my members on a regular basis. So, you know, given uh, this year's market, what are what are some of the conversations that you're having with your clients? Sure. So they, they range in scope, as you can imagine. Uh, we've got a number of clients that have historically been purchase centric. And with this market moving in that direction, um, they're doing very well. And, and, you know, the conversations there are really around, you know, operational speed, other components uh, to support them as they continue to navigate uh, this fairly robust mortgage market uh, for purchase transactions, putting it into context. And I'm sure the California uh, Mortgage Bankers Association talks about this. Certainly the, the national MBA does as well. You know, we're coming off of a couple of years that were extraordinary. Uh, right. nearly 4 trillion in market size. As we stand here today, I think the 
uh, Mortgage Bankers Association is projecting somewhere between 2.4 and 2.6 trillion, still a very healthy market, but we're coming down from, you know, some extraordinary numbers. So if, if our clients are purchase centric and they're experiencing this, you know, two and a half trillion dollar market, they're still doing very well. Other clients that are coming off of a more refinance centric uh, book of business, you know, they're, they're making more material changes, both in expense, staffing, technology, uh, and, ma and making the transition to this purchase centric market. And so those conversations are where we, you know, really provide the greatest amount of support to our clients because we can be trusted advisors in those conversations and talk to them about what we're seeing in the market with regard to margins, volume, uh, opportunities that may they may not be aware of. And we're also being a lot more flexible given the long history we've had with our clients. Uh, we can be a little bit more flexible with them with regard to supporting their business as they make these transitions to a new environment. Um, in addition, we're having conversations with them about what we're seeing in the market with regard to emerging products, whether that's construction to perm or um, high balance loans on the coast or uh, potentially the non-qualified mortgage segment segment that uh, they may not have participated in over the last two years because they've had all they can handle with, with refi. Um, and these are areas that Texas Capital Bank has supported historically. And so we are spending time introducing those concepts to clients. They're already very aware of it, but creating that confidence that we can help them finance that business and support them. Other areas that we talk to them about you know, we've got a very broad value proposition from Texas Capital Bank. Um, we don't just do the traditional warehouse lending. We're very good at that. Um, and arguably, we, were, we feel like we're amongst the best. But we also offer, you know, Ginny Mae early buyout to help those clients that on the heels of the most recent CARES Act and forbearance environment, we can be constructive there uh, in helping them buy out, you know, seriously delinquent Ginny Mae loans, uh, go through the rehabilitation process and and resecuritize. And given that the uh, HUD is going to re-implement the uh, scorecards for delinquency, DQP, et cetera, we can be very helpful in helping clients manage their scorecard of seriously delinquent. We also provide leverage uh, to help people finance their mortgage servicing rights. And that's a great conversation that we have with clients as they think about their capital and liquidity strategies. Uh, over these next couple of years, we offer that. And then very recently, we launched an investment bank at Texas Capital Bank. And so now we're expanding our value proposition even further with our clients in offering an ability for us to support them with their TBA hedging, uh, to uh, mitigate their interest rate experience, uh, uh, risk. Uh, we have the ability to do uh, loan trading and uh, we also have the ability to do gestation financing. So where the client has already pooled their loans, we have a, an avenue to help them settle that into the market. Uh, new capabilities for Texas Capital Bank, certainly uh, strengthening our relationship with our clients. It's definitely a market where uh, lenders are looking for those strong advisors, uh, trusted advisors to help them through um, this time. It is funny, right? I mean, you've been in the market for, in this business for a long time. It's not, it's still not terrible. It's just by comparison of the last couple of years, it's 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 shocking, right? So gotta make a make a an adjustments. And you talked a little bit about this uh, 
uh, just now, but is there, are, can you share any other notable or recent program enhancements for mortgage finance with, with Texas Capital Bank? We have. So we have been historically investing in technology. You know, we were an early uh, mm. supporter of eNotes. Uh, we continue to support that and through the pandemic and then recently we've seen a material increase in e-note production uh, so we already have that capability uh, we've added uh, capabilities for our clients that leverage the uh, encompass platform we have a warehouse connect feature where they can stay in system and fund their loans with texas capital bank not having to log into a new portal and do more manual uh, activities, they can fund directly there. We're expanding that capability uh, in our roadmap where more loan origination systems that our clients use will have similar features in the future. Um, we're also exploring an ability uh, around uh, blockchain where we've got some fairly sophisticated clients that are already embarking on that path. It's, it's really kind of an extension of, if you think in terms of day one certainty where where Fannie Mae created a pathway where it's encrypted, authentic information. It makes the purchase process or the delivery process more effective. Blockchain and other fintech capabilities are coming into our space. We'll be an early adopter of those capabilities. As I mentioned, we had expanded the, the eligible product set on our warehouse platform to include you know, larger jumbos, reverse products, non-qualified mortgage products, et cetera, to help our clients be able to fund the entirety of their business. They don't have to pick and choose uh, where credit overlays exist with Texas Capital Bank. We've, we wanna be a fulsome strategic partner for our clients. And then, as I mentioned, you know, we've expanded our ability to finance uh, mortgage servicing rights. If you think in terms of the last three years, the uh, aggregation of a servicing portfolio, probably the highest quality servicing portfolio we've seen in more than a generation, low note rates, so duration is gonna be very good, uh, very strong manufacturer quality, so delinquency should be low. We're bullish on that asset and we wanna be able to support our clients as they retain that asset long-term. And so providing them leverage where they can generate levered returns, plus from a cash management perspective, tap into that asset as needed. And then as I mentioned, with the launch of the investment bank, our ability to start moving towards a more sophisticated warehouse program, historically we've been just kind of fund against the uh, unpaid principal balance, very traditional thinking. In the not too distant future, we'll be able to offer for our more sophisticated clients a mark to market feature uh, on the warehouse so that you know, they can advance products and uh, feel confident that, um, you know, we can see the liquidity in the space and they could potentially tap into that mark to market as a source of liquidity in the future. Again, it's all of this is built around a roadmap to upgrade our capabilities to support our clients long term. You know, and I, I think, uh, you know, your early adoption or or you know forward thinking on the use and implementation of technology and leveraging that for your clients is going to be really crucial for um for lenders going forward i know we a lot of conversations with my members about that um so text you know you're in a bit of a different situation than a lot of my members on most of my members are independent mortgage banks you are part of a a, a depository institution so can you share with us share with us a little bit about kind of the, um, how the mortgage finance 
sec segment of the bank kind of fits into the bank's overall strategy to become the flagship financial services firm in headquartered in Texas? Absolutely happy to do so. We're we're very excited about our strategy. Um, you know, a year and a half ago, Texas Capital Bank brought in new leadership with Rob Holmes as CEO. Uh, he brought with him some extraordinary talent. Um, and in the first six months, we communicated to our investors and the industry a very robust but achievable strategy in September of 2021, which included the launch of the Investment Bank Initiative, which came to fruition in December of, of last year. And, and we were launching it live at the uh, uh, MBA Secondary Conference in New York mid-May. Um, it included also a reemergence of Texas Capital Bank as a full service financial services firm headquartered in Texas from a, from a commercial bank perspective. Uh, we've doubled our front line. Uh, we added last year the largest capital uh, raise in, in the bank's history. Uh, we added the warehouse credit risk transfer so that we could be resilient through all cycles. Uh, and support our clients uh, both in the middle market as well as the top end of the market. And all of these pieces create a foundation of resiliency and commitment to the mortgage finance uh, platform. And one of the pieces that I think that we're um, most proud of is the breadth of products and services that we can now bring to our clients because of this strategy and the, uh, the build out of the investment bank, the commercial bank, et cetera. As I mentioned, the ability for our clients to hedge their block pipeline with Texas Capital Bank, the ability for that hedging to have an ability to be covered from a liquidity and margin call perspective from the mark to market value of their financed loans on the warehouse the ability to have the MSR capability, our ability to do M&A work, both sell side and buy side for our clients in the space, uh, the ability for us to do syndications across each of our product sets to add breadth uh, as well as scale to those programs. And then, you know, we're Texas proud, but we're also a national reach business in mortgage finance. And so, you know, Texas is arguably the fastest growing economy in the United States. You know, more and more corporate headquarters uh, are coming to Texas. That's going to just continue to add abilities and scale to Texas Capital Bank that our mortgage clients are going to enjoy long term. So, you know, we're very excited about the strategy. Um, we're boastful about being the only full service financial services firm headquartered in Texas. Texas is very patriotic about the ability for us to make decisions in our market. Our mortgage finance clients already enjoy that. When they pick up the phone and call us, we pride ourselves on being the first call and we pride ourselves on being able to deliver a quick response and support our clients almost in real time as they need us. And these strategies that I've described really just bolster that commitment. Yeah, it's a great, great uh, a partnership that you that you have clearly have with your clients. Uh, what would you share is especially unique about the mortgage finance uh, division of bank? Well, our clients already know us. Um, 
you know, we've got what I would perceive is the best operational team supporting our clients day in and day out. When they need to fund a loan on a, on a late on a Friday up against month end, they pick up the phone, they call our team, our team knows them by name. We can keep our wire room open later. We can get that wire to a closing table faster. Um, it just creates a lot of strength of relationship and confidence. The same thing is true for our treasury services support team. Uh, when our clients need us the most uh, for an ACH, a check, a wire, that team is lights out the best in the industry. When I go to conferences or go on site to a client, they talk about our team by name. Oh, uh, it's a great feeling. And so it really is the individuals within the mortgage finance that creates our brand and our reputation. And those individuals have been with us long-term. The same thing is true in our risk and credit group. You know, unlike other organizations that I've done business with, I'm, I'm happy to put our credit officers across the table from our clients because we can come to a, a quick understanding and a quick agreement on how we can support our clients. Uh, we're that transparent. And I think those features, again, the people, the genuine relationship, the transparency, et cetera, that's what makes Texas Capital unique. And it's it's where I think our clients view us as being most constructive, most supportive, most agile, both historically and will continue to be that way in the future. Those relationships, that's you know, that's what makes it right, especially in uh, in tough markets like this. So you need to be able to uh, to have again that that trusted partner as you're running your company. So, so what is next for uh, the mortgage finance team at Texas Capital Bank? Well, I would tell you that we have recently recruited what I perceive as first round draft picks for our investment bank as it pertains to the mortgage products desk within the investment bank. And we've got a very strong hedging and gestation team. We've got a very strong loan trading individual that's joined us recently. We've got uh, you know, breadth of capabilities in syndications and, and M&A. So what's next for us? You know, deploying these capabilities out to the independent mortgage bankers uh, and letting them know that Texas Capital Bank, there is probably not something our clients need that Texas Capital Bank can't help them with across this very broad value proposition. So that's what our focus is for the next you know, six months to a year is making sure that our clients know what our capabilities are, that we prove our, our worth, that we earn their business across all of these capabilities. And to your point, given that we're coming off of some really amazing years in the industry, 2020, 21, and we're entering into a new water level, it's, in, it's important that we get the message out and that we prove ourselves and earn that capability with those clients over these next couple of months because it's going to be a challenge. We're there for them through thick and thin. We've got the capabilities to help them. Our clients may have appetite to acquire through consolidation or otherwise. We can be constructive there. We'll be talking about that at the Western Secondary here shortly about Texas Capital Bank's capabilities and experience in that space. But it could also be us being an, a, a, a trusted advisor to help them navigate a tough situation. And, and we would love to sit down with them and, and, and pour that in. I've been through a number of markets, whether it was you know the late 90s 
uh, dot-com bust, uh, lower interest rates, the financial crisis, um, turnarounds, growth, et cetera. I'm happy to sit down with our clients and, and pour into them what I know and suggestions, et cetera, as best we can. And we've got a very strong team here that can do the same. So it's not just me. Yeah, it sounds so like you built out, built out something very valuable for the industry. Yep, that's our hope. We're confident about it. Draw on all those years of uh, that we that we've lived through, right? <laughs> Let them know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. So you had yeah. uh, mentioned, you know, this week we're at our Western Secondary Market Conference in Dana Point. You are going to be joining uh, the mergers and acquisitions panel. Can you give us a little preview about some of the issues that you're going to address on that session? Yeah. So with uh, Brian Hale as our uh, moderator, you know, I'm happy to be on that panel. Uh, for two reasons. One, obviously to help get the word out that Texas Capital Bank with our investment bank capability can be immediately constructive in buy side, sell side M&A activities, but also to impart my own experiences. I've been uh, in prior lives, you know, in the midst of the merger between Norwest and Wells Fargo at Aurora Loan Services. We launched and consolidated a number of mortgage platforms underneath the Lehman Brothers brand. Um, also with uh, acquisitions, you know, with Staten Island Bank, and I, wa I was the investment bank team to sell uh, Pacific Union Financial to Mr. Cooper. And, and I was also constructive in helping Texas Capital Bank um, sell our correspondent platform to PHH Aquin. So I've got a number of experiences that I'd love to spend some time on this panel unpacking and, and hopefully providing some constructive commentary as to how to prepare for such a thing, mm -hmm. how to go through it in an ordinary, ordinary course process, and, and what are some of the lessons learned to come out the other side with real success. Um, whether you're a seller or a buyer, I've been on both sides. And... Um, so happy to happy to be on that panel and, and provide insight. You know, we the industry, you know, had to grow to deal with these last couple of years of four trillion dollar market. We're now going to have to shrink back down. There's certainly an opportunity for people to take some chips off the table because they've had a great run of retained earnings. There's also opportunities for them to deploy those retained earnings and invest in in their markets. Um, regardless of which side, happy to be part of that panel and, and uh, answer any questions. Well, great. And thank you for being a part of that session. I, I feel it's going to be uh, one of the more popular sessions at this year's Western Secondary Market Conference, given uh, given the, the panelists who'll be joining as well as just the topic and you know how it fits in today's market. So Madison, thank you so much for being a part of the Connect podcast series. Uh, I will see you this week uh, in Dana Point. Appreciate it, Susan. Thank you so much. And thank all of you for joining us on today's uh, Connect podcast. Um, to follow, uh, access any of our podcast episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Connect. Here we go.